The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Colvic Darksy. I'm a half orc cleric. I'm really into CrossFit and spreading my dark seed. Shakes. I am Melvin Hardy. I am a high elf wizard. Unfortunately, sometimes I turn people inside out. on the very good adventuring team. Uh, I'm trying to get rid of Pinga if I can. Do an inflict wounds on this guy. That's a dark spell for a holy man. From a distance, you can see this tower is probably 80 feet tall, made of common gray field stone. Yeah, Roscoe. Any tricks up your sleeve? Hmm. I don't think so. Hey, buddy. You live in there? We could knock, too, I guess. All right, let's knock. Why is that? About 60 feet above you, you can see a platform that looks like it's basically just hovering there. If we burn the tower down and come through the wreckage. But we don't know what, I mean... It's made out of... I mean, Stone, but... Strike it with lightning? I mean, that's an idea. I'm coming up. I got five. Do you guys really want up? Yes. Yeah, I should have actually rolled that one. Sucks, bro. You're on the floor. Yep. Crossfit halfway. Rakovic. I was born to climb, not to rhyme. And on this sheet of paper, you find the command word that activates this amulet. Is it plube? All right, Melvin. Can you get us down from here with a sweet, sweet amulet? I can get me down. Your old buddy Plube, uh, <laughs> the Plubster, <laughs> the Plub, <laughs> the Plubarama, <laughs> Plubowski, Plubowski. <laughs> I, I knew I was asking because I was curious if Plube was. I'd be curious how much, what the price for Plube was. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted Plube. to buy Plube? Yeah. Plube isn't directly for sale. Yeah. He likes you guys a lot, though. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe if you offered him a job, put him on the salary. Yeah, we don't like him that much, but... <laughs> You're willing to pay a one-time fee, but not ongoing. <laughs> He's no Parkins, though. But... Plube can be a capital expense, but not operational. <laughs> we, we don't like him enough to give him a job, but if we, to buy him out, right? You know, yeah, we like... He's a cool dude. Microtransactions. <laughs> we look like suckers. <laughs> Plube, go get me a beer. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. So, 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 so uh, he's saying, what do you think, guys? 886. 
That's I pretty good. Fair. That's a pretty good that. deal. For a big pile of rotting dragon parts. Mm-hmm. Aging out dragon parts at that. Yeah. So it takes a little while. You guys go have a drink up at the bar. He gets Plube and a couple of his other uh, lackeys to climb down into the hole with a ladder and start scooping all this stuff out. And After a little while, you guys get your gold and pack up your hole. How Anything much? else you want to do? Yeah, how much is the total? 886? 886, as determined by random dice roll. Guys, we're up to 8,886 gold. Oh, dang. Holy gold. What's about it all on a Pogs match? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Have you been listening? <laughs> <laughs> You're due. That's how statistics yeah. work. Yep. <laughs> also, for that's how healthy gambling habits work. Pogs have no memory. <laughs> what season are we in right now? I mean, how much time has passed since you, we began this journey? Uh, it's getting to be early autumn. Do we got any new flavors of brews coming out? I mean, we had their summer ale, I feel. So the Andon Sweetwater Brandy is, is a, it's a year-round thing. So there's not really like a different seasonal thing. And this town is famous for that drink, right? right. People... Uh, all over the all over the continent come around for that no matter what time of year it is so if i hadn't established it already by the way you guys are roughly well like midwestern weather you know a, a fairly temperate uh plains ish climate where you're at all right all right well did you ask for a reason or yeah I was, on my way out i was gonna see if they had anything new on tap to go ahead and quench my thirst well, you can certainly get a beverage especially down here in the broken egg though like keep in mind that the broken egg is a shithole like mm. it's it's like a bar in a sewer. You're gonna find your craft brews here. <laughs> yeah, this isn't really maybe craft poos. <laughs> <laughs> some some the some of the finest toilet wines you've ever had. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, there's it's a it's got a real prison feel to it. Uh, <laughs> in the beverage selection, what do right. they call that Jack? When you make like fermented apples and. I don't shit know. like that, and you just let it sit in a plastic bag. That's how they make alcohol. Yeah, you guys haven't been to prison. Nobody else here has been to prison. Jail. Yeah, jail. Mm, all right. <laughs> Missing out, guys. Rehab, that's another great place to find Jack. Make well, the best Jack in rehab. Everybody's desperate there. <laughs> you ever uh, had a floater on top of your drink? Like a poop? No, they'll... Like a poop in a well, drink? Well, in some places, when you ask for like a floater, they'll give... It's just like another shot of booze on top of your booze. No, never had that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you clarified. I've never had that. I'm not asking for a floater on my drink. I mean, is the, like, do they just pour it on, or is the shot glass in there? I thought that no, was just, just a boilermaker. No, they just does another shot on top. Huh. Uh, where did I get? It was like down in Florida Keys. You get like these rum runner drinks. They're just they're like rum slushies, and they're like you order it, and then they're like, hey, do you want a floater on that? I'm like, uh, what's yes. a floater? <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's just a shot of booze on top of your booze. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yo, dog. <laughs> heard you like booze in your booze. I like slushy rum drinks. You could, like, well, you could call it something else, but I guess I'll have one. Yeah, floater is kind of. It's got a real high fiber content feel to it. Down in the undercity, floater might mean a different thing altogether. It yeah, I don't want anything to do with floaters. <laughs> Not from the undercity. I'll float down here. All right, I'll take one toilet wine. No floater on my way up. No floater. No floater on the toilet wine. Excellent. So you have your time, you hang out, things go well, etc. Spend a few coppers or whatever on some toilet wine. Life is grand. Fast forward a couple days later, 
You guys are hanging around the shop. Huh? Huh? That's your cue that something's going to happen? Mm-hmm. I knew it. <laughs> I knew something was going to happen. What? A... <laughs> Not only a boring D&D game, but what a fucking stupid podcast. Like, oh, you guys are just hanging around. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you got some dominoes. You play a game or two. You put it away. Oh, sun's going down. Time to go to bed. Anyway. Yeah. Is there like... Do they have a video game or what's, I don't know. What do people do when they're sitting around in this world? Probably there's like cards read. There's zero <laughs> other technology, but there's Mario Kart. <laughs> From another dimension. <laughs> You're hanging around the shop and it's, uh, it's, it's like, let's say late morning. You've had breakfast. You're enjoying a nice lazy morning and are all we of a sudden. Are we at all nervous about having breakfast anymore after the last time? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. I feel like I would be nervous. Actually, not nervous. I'm not really nervous about it. I feel like that would pretty obviously be a one-off. Like breakfast isn't triggering goddess interventions. <laughs> There's not necessarily causality there. No. You're not excited to kill more bunnies. The breakfast well, yeah, goddess. but I don't feel like me eating breakfast is going to cause me to kill more bunnies. <laughs> you don't think breakfast was what kind of triggered the whole set of events? No. Why do we think that happened to us? So instead, uh, if we had brunch, it wouldn't have happened? That's possible. My guess is she wanted us to die during her trial, so she would have leverage over us. If oh. I had to take a wild shot in the dark. Yeah, but why'd she pick us, of all people? Because we're the very good adventuring team. We're not like the average adventuring team. <laughs> we're not the bad adventuring team. We're the very good adventuring team. Do you think, it's, do you think she knows we have a podcast? <laughs> And that's why she chose us. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to get the word out. <laughs> and, inside. So that's what we do. Sit around. We just do podcasts inside the podcast. Mm -hmm. All right. Meta. Super meta. Super meta podcast. And, but like everybody's heard about it. We talk about life around Andin. This goddess is trying to get started in the podcast circuit. <laughs> Anywho. She's got an X in her name. She's got a good start. It's true. It's true. It's and is, is it a Z? How do you spell it? Exute. E-X-U-T. Oh. So yeah, she could hit pretty heavy in the uh, Generation X uh, demographic, the Millennials. For sure. Everything's extreme. <laughs> if she what was do you in consider a, yourself? If she was a fucking what? snowboarder? <laughs> do you consider yourself a Millennial? I don't think so. I feel like I'm right on the edge. I don't, I don't consider myself a Millennial. But I, I feel like I'm pretty you close. Are by definition. By definition. What is the but, definition? But I just recently read this. For everybody else that doesn't really want to be a part of Generation X and definitely doesn't want to be a part of the Millennials, there is a micro-generation, if you will, in between. Uh, and it's got a couple of cute names, but my favorite the was Boomlets? the Oregon Trail Generation. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, oh I like that. we're the generation that grew up with Oregon Trail in the fucking school. I mean, who didn't play that five so, and a quarter inch fucking floppy disk of death, mayhem, and dysentery? Five and a quarter inch floppy. <laughs> How did I not see that one? It was on a tee. <laughs> I feel like I probably played more like Word and Number Munchers more than I did Oregon Trail. We had this super badass game in our school that had like, you learned about like levers and pulleys and... Say that state name again. State name? Yeah. What's state? Oregon. Oregon? Say it again. Oregon. You got me. It's Oregon. No, it's just funny because, like, when uh, you're in Oregon, you just hear that a lot when people say Oregon or Oregon. 
And then that's why I've never really noticed it because nobody ever said the statement. Again. Illiterate people? It's, yeah, probably. Yeah. That sounds like a hillbilly. I have like, I'm from it. Oregon. Yeah, I have to <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> Show you my organ. <laughs> All right. Okay, interesting. Thank you. Things are going to happen. We're going to do stuff. You're hanging around, late breakfasty time kind of thing, and the door busts on open. And this farmer comes plowing in. He's trailing dirt behind him on his shoes and whatnot. Plowing in. Plowing in. Uh huh. You like that? You, <laughs> fucking, I didn't know if anybody was going to yeah. pick up on that. Thank you for recognizing. Very nice. He's not literally plowing in, though. He's not wrecking your floors. Figur- oh. Figuratively, though. Figuratively, he is plowing in it as though he is pushing a plow in front of him. And he comes <laughs> on in. He, that's how he walks everywhere. <laughs> like, he's, he just pretends he's got a plow everywhere. He's got arms out like he's holding on to the sides. He comes in and he sees the three of you sitting around the table discussing whatever the fuck it is you discuss in post-breakfast times. And he says, You boys need to get on out to my farm, kill that goddamn bear. He done killed two of my cows, busted my fence, my young and scared all the fucking time. Me and the other farmers got together 73 gold. You gonna get out there and you gonna scare that fucking bear away, God damn it! Oh, bear. Oh. Well, who cares? <laughs> well, God damn it, I care. <laughs> 73 gold, huh? Skirt my youngins. How many youngins you got? I got 10. I think you could afford to give us one of those youngins. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you Cletus. <laughs> you want 73 gold in Cletus? Sounds like a side adventure for I'm Grace kidding, Jim Perkins. Bob. I don't want your illiterate kid. <laughs> He's just, you know, he's just mean mugging all of you guys. <laughs> what is You guys a, are the goddamn local adventurers. You gonna help or what? What, what is this guy a farmer of? This guy is a farmer of uh, apples. Apples? But I, is that technically a farmer? Yeah, I an arborist? So. Yeah. No, it's a farmer. No, it's a farmer. Yeah. Apple farm. All right. We are an adventuring team. A bear should be easy work. Fucking shit. All right. <laughs> I mean, we could probably just relax while you take care of it. True. That doesn't sound like something I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go kill the bear. Uh, you said chase away the bear. I don't want to be killing no bears. Why? I mean, it's. I like bears. Why? Why not? They're God's little forest fire preventers. I'd say we <laughs> start some fires by starting that bear on fire. You remember which God is our patron, don't you? Okay, that's that's your Patreon. Patreon, <laughs> I'm still nature and chaos. Speaking of nature. Patreon, people should donate money to us. <laughs> Good plug, right? Mid mid show. There. Very nice. I don't even have to do the mid roll on shit now. All right, we can scare the bear away. This is or more... kill it. Who knows? If something happens a... to the bear, well, <laughs> I'm just gonna shoot fire, and if the bear happens to get in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall on my sword, bear. <laughs> this guy says, I don't give a flying fuck what you do to that bear. Just get it out of my goddamn farm. <laughs> Boomhauer. Yep. So he he describes where his farmhouse is. Unless you guys want to go with him right now, you can go with him right away and just follow him on back. Well, we just ate breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you just It's been say... a half hour. You're not going to get any cramps. Good. That's what I was going to say. We have to wait a half hour before fighting. But Did we really take crap yet? Our morning crap. <laughs> I was just going to ask. Is there like you a... tell me. I can't role play every aspect of your colon. <laughs> I mean, for me, it doesn't matter. You know where that's going. Yeah. At any time. Yeah, we've crapped. Let's go up the I was just going to ask. Or fucking this... rube. Is there like a 
coffee type beverage that people drink with their breakfast in this more in this world? Let's just call it straight coffee. Straight coffee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just coffee. It doesn't have to be called straight coffee. <laughs> and in straight coffee. <laughs> we can drink our coffee while we walk out to this Hayseed's house. All right. I also don't want to exclude any, you know, non-binary or anybody else. Like, everybody can drink this coffee. It's not just straight coffee. It's inclusive coffee. We'll call it that. Inclusive coffee. For that. Ding. All right. Well, let's, um, let's go see what's going on with this. Walk, walk, walk. Out towards the farm, he gets you back there, and he, he points off in, in an easterly direction. And you can see there's a rather large hill off in the distance. Uh, maybe like a 20-minute walk from where you are. So I'm pretty sure i seen that bear gone over in that direction. You might have Dan over there or something. Over a hill? He thinks it's somewhere around the hill. I'll tell you what, man. Dangle bear over there, man. <laughs> picking on my kids. <laughs> yeah, what's this bear doing? It's just harassing his children? I mean, it's a bear going out trying to find food and what have you. Doing it's going to come things. across just the fence. trash bear. <laughs> this bear things. Get up in my trash can, goddamn. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you guys mosey your way over towards this hill. It's it's a nice, you know, early fall day, enjoying a good walk out in the sunshine. And you, you approach this hill. It's a pretty big hill. You don't see anything in the immediate vicinity, so you start walking around. Uh, coming around to, like, the northwestern side of it, you do see an opening in the side of this hill. Uh, you get a little closer to it, and it smells, uh, smells like dirt, freshly disturbed dirt, organic smell to it you can feel almost like a little bit of heat wafting out of this and all of you guys each make nature checks why not let's roll some dice Ooh. nature check huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. six from roscoe isn't gonna tell you shit there we are well man Kolvik is one with nature <laughs> Kolvik is one with nature with that critical 20 but uh melvin you can tell pretty well too with that 14 you're pretty sure that this is a bear's den. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Fancy that. You can tell from the distinctive claw marks and, I don't know, nearby poop, I guess. Okay. So who's... Do I... Can I tell um, what kind of bear den this is? Is it just a normal bear? Or is this like a and an alpha bear? No, not an alpha bear. It just okay. seems like a... <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Seems, like a regular, uh, seems like a regular brown bear. Oh... That hits, a, that hits me in a soft spot. Well... Brown star? <laughs> brown star, brown bear. What would you like to do? Oh, Kulvik, since bears are your friends, apparently, what do you want to do here? One option is just, you know, set this cave on fire. <laughs> or, yeah, we could dump all the rest of that cleaning fluid in there and yep. light it up. There's that. Well, the bear chose I like that idea. Yeah. Smoke them out? Well, I wouldn't even smoke them out. Burn them out? Burn him to a crisp. He'd be cooked. Mm-hmm. You like bear meat? <sighs> With our dark vision, how far can we see into this hole? Um, you would normally be able to see about the distance, but the contrast of how bright it is outside versus the darkness of the hole, you just can't. You can't see into it because of that. Would I go look around for a bee's nest? Ooh, honey. Mm. I don't know. I want to throw it in there. You want to bust off a branch with a hornet's oh. nest in it and huck it inside? <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be really good. yogi bear shit. You exactly. What I like I how the story is progressing so far. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Nothing um, can go wrong with the hive <laughs> of bees. All right, let's start with then a uh, a nature check to see if you can find yourself some 
Uh, are we good, all are we all looking for a beehive? If you guys are all looking, well, I can tell you you should be looking because yeah. uh, Roscoe got a five on that. He didn't find shit. I'm not very good at nature. Oh. Nope. Melvin, you're sucking it up too with an eight. Yeah, I'll Kovic, go with, you're our only hope. I'll go with this terrible plan. <sighs> Poor bear. Well, my hope is that the bees will chase him away. Well, he's out of his cave. We can collapse his cave. Did you roll a second 20? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, I you don't have know. No have... bonus to nature, but you are rolling 20s left and right. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys find a reasonable sized bee's nest, and uh, it's up in a, can it's I up talk in a tree. to the goddamn bees and just send them in? Yo, guys, fucking just <laughs> do, go in. Do you have an ability that would allow you to do that? No, but I'm one with nature. I don't think that they <laughs> I don't speak. Think I can. You want to beseech your goddess? <laughs> Hi, uh, listen up. Let me tell you what we got on deck. <laughs> she hasn't talked, uh, spoken to me yet, so. I know you're busy. However. <laughs> Alright, what do you guys want to do with this thing? You're not going to be able to talk to these bees and convince them. I think well, you want to saw this branch down or bust it off the tree? I'm going to point at Roscoe and say, do your plan. I'm going to break it off a tree. Alright. Huck it in that den like a football. Well, one thing at a time here, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's uh, there's some rolls involved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so let's say that you're able to climb up into this tree. You know, it's a relatively low-hanging branch and how are you going to get how are you going to remove this nest from the tree? You're going to bust off the whole branch, you're going to saw it off. You you got your dragon tooth daggers? No. Or not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay, how far up this tree is it? I'd say at this point he's probably 6 feet off the ground. Do I have a saw? I don't think I do. I think I'll just break that son bitch off. Let me get a strength roll from you. Oh, no. Me and Melvin just stand back and watch this happen. I am slowly backing away from this environment. Excellent. Same. That's a five. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's a save. Is that what I want? So, uh, well, you would, you would want just a regular strength roll, but the five is hilarious enough. We're just going to take that. <laughs> so you reach forward. You pull this branch back. And you're pulling on it, trying to trying to grab, or you're trying to bust the branch off, and it slips out of your fingers, and the branch whips forward, and the bee's nest detaches and flies a good thirty feet away, and busts open on the ground. Oh no! Now oh, you no. have a swarm of bees emer- emerging from this, trying to figure out why the fuck their nest just got busted open. What would you like to do? Uh-huh. <laughs> Open the, open the portable hole and jump in. Close it. <laughs> I mean, if, it, if it's just a bear, we can dive into the bear hole. <laughs> What's worse, the bear or the bees? <laughs> I've, I've got the portable hole, by the way. Uh-huh. And I'm nowhere around. Is there a nearby stream or body of water? Uh, let's see if there is. There is not. Oh, no. <laughs> so these things, this flew like a good 25 feet away. They haven't quite caught on to you yet. But they're swirling around. There's some unhappiness. Are, are these you guys by- are, like, not too far away from it either, by the mm. way. Are these by any chance alpha bees? <laughs> no, not alpha bees. They're just a regular old bees nest. Honey bees? Honey bees. Because, if you'll recall, Andon is famous for its uh, honey bees. That is true. It's part of what goes into making Andon sweet water brandy. The thing I'm trying to make a thing, but will never be a thing. <laughs> I'm going to shoot an arrow into the bear's den. 
Uh, are you guys just abandoning this course of action, by the way? Oh, the bear will come out and the bees will see the bear, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I think I invent like, this whole Rube Goldberg machine. Like... Alright, so you shoot an arrow into the into the bear's den. I'm going to have you make a... Let's just do it as an attack roll. 14, so you are... And then let's do a little... Let's just do that. Yeah, so... You fire an arrow into the bear's den, and you hear a roar. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and the bear comes barreling out of this, of this hole in the side of the hill, and uh, <laughs> is looking around for whatever the fuck is happening. Does it have, like, a, does it have like an arrow in its head? It's got an arrow in its butt. As oh, soon okay. as I... Uh, it doesn't notice you guys right away, though, so it's just standing at the edge of its... Um, at the end of its... Well, as soon as it, hole, I want to cast, I can't ever pronounce it, thaumaturgy? Thaumaturgy? Thaumaturgy, and just make a really loud boom saying, go away, bear. Like, just, like, just shout at it. Try to scare it away. Okay. You're trying to make a loud noise? Are you doing mm -hmm. this, like, are you doing the loud noise, like, where you are, or are you, like, I'm gonna throwing your voice somewhere else? Throw, nope, just right pretty much at its face, and so it's kind of spooked and runs off. All right, so what I'm going to have you do then is make an intimidation roll. Oh, my God. Nature that... I'm one with, but something I actually have something with. All right, so intimidation with your critical fail, it does not get scared away. In fact, it looks over at you and notices you guys. From this point, I will have you make initiative rolls. This is so good. You're about 60 feet away from it, we'll say. At this juncture. Great plan, guys. <laughs> so far, you've unleashed a bear and a horde of bees. <laughs> Any other bright ideas? Maybe we should light ourselves on fire and then... I think we should climb the tree that the bees' nest was in. I think technically you're still in it. No, you got back down to fire the arrow. Bears can climb trees, dude. Mm-hmm. And Very well, in fact. Yeah. While bees are stinging them. <laughs> what what are we gonna do if the bee starts stinging us while we're in the tree? <laughs> we'll think about that when it happens. <laughs> Burn that bridge once we're on it. What if uh, you shoot a like your foam? Do you still have that foam spell? Like the I have a web spell. Can it, you catch the bees in a web? I don't know if my web is like that fine. Oh. I think it'd be like a sticky web, so it'd almost be like a spider, and they would just go, yeah. That's actually not bad idea. I don't know. I'd have to ask the DM if I would think that my web was that delicate uh, to capture bees. I don't think it would be fine. Holy shit. Oh, no. So that was just oh. me getting you guys into the turn order. Oh, I rolled an 18, by the way. Manual dies. <laughs> Kovic, what did you roll for initiative? 17. Roscoe? 11. I think the turn order tracker is one of the best features of roll 20. I mean, in a sea of great features... Sponsorship dig. I think, I think I'm just going to put on my amulet of levitation. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you levitate the bear? And then drop well, You have to be wearing it. Oh, right. really? So, okay. Be so still, this... bear, while I put this amulet on you. <laughs> <laughs> like the bear bows down like at an Olympic medal ceremony for you to fucking put this amulet around its neck. I think I'm just going to hover 30 feet above you guys and watch you get mauled, eaten, and stung by bees. Alright. <laughs> uh, so you are first, so you want to go ahead and uh, cast a little levitation from the amulet? Uh, 
Yeah, so remind me the mechanics or the... <laughs> so you have to speak a command word, okay. which I believe we settled on Ploob as your command word, by the way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you can... Good thing we didn't buy him. It'd be really confusing if he was around all the time. <laughs> like you say his name and you just start floating all of a sudden? <laughs> what? Um, so you, Melvin, are casting, um, casting Levitate from this amulet. You are rising up into the air, so that's... Saying that word is pretty much a free action. That doesn't take you anything. Do I say it very, like, <laughs> wizardly? Like, ploob. Doing jazz hands? Yeah. Ploob. <laughs> and then you start rising up into the air. If you want to go the full 30 feet up into the air, that would consume your movement. You would then still have an action should you decide to take one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty badass. I get to use this, what, how many times? Once a day? Uh, I believe I said three times a day. Man. That is yeah, it's a pretty overpowered item for such a, you know, low-level character, I guess. But I like giving you guys cool shit. No take-backsies. No take-backsies. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta delete that whole episode. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I don't really know what to do. I'm kind of just laughing my ass off while I'm watching this unfold. <laughs> you make your um, soup up there. <laughs> so I really don't... I have no idea what to do at this point. I don't know if I can do anything that would help anything that's occurring at this portion. So I think I'm just going to try to be ready for something of <laughs> what I don't know. But All right. Melvin gets up into the air and laughs at you. It's like the command wait in old Final Fantasy games. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, worthless. Wait. Not defend. Wait. Hello to all of our wonderful listeners. I am so happy to have you back. Do you remember the old Final Fantasy games? Are you old as shit like I am? I loved those games. But don't worry, I love making this podcast even more, so it's a good spot for all of us. Our biggest shout-out this week goes to Victor for joining us on Patreon as a $5 per month donor. Victor, I cannot tell you how happy that made all of us to see. It made us feel like we'd really hit the big time. Like, we'd finally made it. Thanks again, friend. We'll do our best to keep you entertained. We also got a little note from Stefan on Twitter that says, At VGA team, really enjoying your guys' show. Keep up the good work. Well, thanks, Stefan. And I really hope you're Stefan, because I'd feel really bad if you were a Steven, and I just totally messed that up. It would be a dick move, and I don't want to be a dick to the people who like what we're doing. We're deeply grateful to all of our patrons, iTunes reviewers, and all the folks following us on social media. I'm the most active on Twitter, but rest assured, we have accounts on all the social media. I actually tried to make a Friendster page even, but regrettably they've shut down. Did you know that they were an Asian gaming site for a while? Like, not Asian games, like they were just very popular in Asia, like Singapore and, and Thailand and things like that. I had no idea. It was super weird. Anyway, regrettably, they've shut down, but we have all the other social medias. All I really do is post when we put up a new episode and retweet a bunch of funny shit, but hopefully that's enough for you. And many, many thanks to those of you who are telling other people about us in the real world. I think those other podcast hosts, you know, those other podcast hosts, they give all the credit to social media, but I'll never forget the meat space people. I love you just as much. All in all, things are going pretty darn good here at the Very Good Ranch. 
We're happy to be growing, and we're happy you're enjoying the show. Now let's get back to that good old-fashioned adventuring. Kolvik, it's up to you now. Well, we tried to give this bear a chance. It made me sad. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> I mean, we, it went horribly wrong. We, we, we shot it, and then we shouted at it to run away. I mean, that's that's standard bear procedure. I tried right, throwing so. bees at it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did all our options. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go over, and... So, have you resigned to killing this bear? I, it's, it's now aggravated and coming towards us, if we had to... Well, I, I see how it is. Now that your life is in danger, <laughs> now it's okay to kill this bear, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, nature and chaos. This is now chaos. Yeah. This, that's what this is. Bees going all around. Wizards floating <laughs> around. And <laughs> turned into a wildly chaotic scene. <laughs> yep. So, all bets are off. Going orc. Just go and hide behind those bees. <laughs> <laughs> bees behind. make great cover. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Push>. bees. <laughs> What, right, what, are you do, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm going to go over and hit it with my warhammer. All right. You swing at this brown bear. Big bear. Big brown bear. Big. Nobody. Uh, nobody of the great outdoors. Come on. John Candy. John Candy. Wrong one. That's in my head a lot these days. <laughs> that was actually trying to find my warhammer. So, scratch that. Hold that. Um, 20. 20 is going to hit. That's four for two. Two What? Uh, for two damage. That You should have a bonus. There's no way you're just doing two damage. Uh, 1d6 plus four. So do I have to roll a... Oh, I'm sorry. That just adds on. <laughs> I was rolling a plus four down to my two. <laughs> I forgot how to, I forgot right, how to so roll dice. Re-roll sorry. your damage so we do this correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to play. <laughs> I forgot how to D&D. I forgot how to D&D. Okay, for eight. You do a total of eight damage to this brown bear. You smash him right in the chest as he is reared up on his hind legs. Oh, is he walking on his hind legs? Well, yeah, I at this point. It. I love it when mm-hmm. bears do that. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Roscoe, over to you. All right, I'm going to sneak attack that motherfucking bear. Do it. My short sword. So you've... Oh, I didn't roll my... Uh... What are the re- what are the 15. requirements for a sneak attack? Uh, he's got to have somebody nearby, basically. Okay. I mean, there are several, but that is the one he's currently meeting. My attack roll is 15. That's a hit. Well, that's what I rolled with my d20. He also rolled... I didn't do my damage roller. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Nobody. Do we need to have a fucking tutorial? <laughs> I need another d6. 13 plus... 15. 15. Wait, what did you say? 28. 28? Are you fucking kidding me? I rolled a 15. Jesus. You fucking killed this bear. (laughs) Your arrow. Yeah. What'd What'd you do? I didn't. Uh, That's actually worse than what I actually did. Because I rolled an 18 on here. Oh, no. That's a d20 roll in the thing. I'm sorry. That's your hit. And then if you, you hit it again in chat, then it should... Oh, yeah, I have to hit the chat thing. There God you damn. go. All right, so 13 plus 8 for 21. For 21, all right. Not dead yet, then. Boy, that was a clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. 
Let's leave all of that in. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Well, I mean, I think it's all staying. I think we, we might as well just start the battle over. People, now that I remembered how to play. People need to know that we're fucking amateurs. Can't believe this. Where did? Well, what? How did? What did you do to this bear? Tell us what you did. Oh, I stabbed it with my short sword. Well, where and how? I stabbed it in its stupid belly. Right in the belly. Right in the belly. The brown bear which has taken a severe amount of damage at this point, is going to try to run from you because it does not want to be here anymore and it is in mortal terror of you, the stabby, bee-slinging harassers. Uh, so it is going to turn tail and run away. However, in doing so, it is going to give both Melvin and Kolvik an attack of opportunity because it is going to take its action to um, dash away. So, if either of you would like, you have the opportunity to attack this guy again. No, I'm going to let him run away. You're letting him run away? away somewhere? No, I'm going to oh. kill him. Oh, I... you... Well, well, you don't have an attack oh, you said of opportunity. Melvin, sorry. Oh, sorry. My bad. Um, Polvik have... and Roscoe have attacks of opportunity because they're within melee range. Okay. You're fucking hovering 30 feet over everything, so... <laughs> but I was ready for things. <laughs> <laughs> Is he uh, running towards the bees? Um, he, uh, well, let's... Uh, let's see here. Let's say the bees are to the north. Nope, he's running away from you to the east. Alright. Sorry, Kovac, I want a bear cloak. I'm gonna kill him. Alright. Plus he just stabbed him in the belly, he's almost dead. It's really putting him out of his misery. At this point, probably. I'm gonna look at him disappointingly, just shake my head while he kills this bear. 20 is gonna be a hit. Six piercing damage is enough to kill the brown bear. And it's dead, it's dead. That's it. It falls over. (laughs) And it's dead. Are we we out of combat, or do we still have these bees to fight? The bees are like like 25 feet north of you or so. They don't seem to be caring about you at at the moment. If you went in that direction, they would attack you, but they don't seem to be noticing you. I'd like to throw a rock at the bees. (laughs) <laughs> no, I can't. I don't want to throw a rock at the bees. <laughs> All right. So there you are. Uh, Wait, outside of them. I have mage hand. Can I pick up that bee nest? That bee nest. The bee nest. Uh, mage hand extends out to about thirty feet. So yes, you could pick it up from where you are. Okay, I want to pick it up and throw it at Roscoe. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just pick it up when when I fucked up and throw it in the goddamn bear's den? <laughs> so from, yeah, from why, why didn't I? I don't know. So from thirty feet up in the air, you grab onto this fucking bee's nest, pick it up, and you huck it over at Roscoe. Let's have you make a ranged attack roll. Oh, five. Five? Okay. I should have known better. You like you you try and pick it up with your mage hand and it just crumbles, irritating the bees even further. You can't even get it off the ground. Sorry, bees. <laughs> Sorry. You get a sense of like existential angst from these bees because their lives and homes are just destroyed by an invisible hand. Oh. So we killed a bear on a colony of bees. <laughs> yep. You did. All in a day's work. <laughs> So you're, you've got a bear corpse, if you want to do anything with that. You're standing outside of the, the den of this bear. I want to skin the bear. You skin the bear. 
I don't think I'm gonna make you roll anything special for that. You uh, you roll uh, or you don't roll. Uh, um, you you now have a untanned bear pelt. Ooh. All right, now let's take a peek in the den. You take a peek in the den. Um, is it Roscoe? You're gonna advance forward on this one. Yeah, I'll go ahead. As you get inside, you look around, and it's it's a roughly spherical room. You can tell the bear's been in here, kind of hollowing away at this for a little while. Uh, I'm gonna have you make a perception roll. Is anybody else going in there with him, by the way? Yeah, might as well. You're going in? You make a perception roll as well? The four from Roscoe <laughs> doesn't do shit. Man, you are just the opposite of on fire right now. This nope. is terrible. Uh, but, Kolvik, you step in, and as, as Roscoe's kind of looking down and around at the floor, you know, he's seeing all the, like, fucking cow bones and other random stuff that's in there. You yeah. look, and kind of straight across from the entrance, you can see... The wall looks a little funny, and you step across to it, and you can see that, I mean, this bear has been, like, hollowing this out, digging it out with its claws and whatnot, and it had come across, like, a chunk of wood, basically, and dug into it a little bit, but seemed to give up, seemed to be, like, satisfied with that being the edge of its burrow. So you can see one patch of about a foot and a half, let's say, call it circular diameter, of exposed wood. All right. I'm going to do it. No. <laughs> Started on fire? What? Make an exposed wood joke. <laughs> Not the layup I was thinking I was giving you, but... Uh... I, I thought it was going to be the, the woola woola woo. Oh, no, you're the one that saw it. <laughs> so that can get... Melvin, no. you should come in here. <laughs> Found some shit down here. All right, I'll come in now that I'm... Mm. It looks fairly certain there's not a second bear inside. Mm -hmm. There is not a second bear inside. I want to investigate the wood, see if there's anything on it. Nothing special. Uh, It looks old. It looks really old. Uh, It looks a little bit rotted because Mm -hmm. it's been exposed to dirt directly for a very long time. Okay. I want to take my Warhammer and smash it then. All right. You smash against this thing, and this old rotten wood gives away pretty quickly, exposing a, uh, a large chamber beyond. Uh, you can see that it that it just opens up past this space, pretty pretty big. But without getting too much closer, or perhaps even going in, you can't tell much more about it from where you are. What? How would you like to proceed? Mm-hmm. I will stealthily advance. Mm-hmm. You advance with stealth, with great care. You poke your head into uh, into this little doorway. There's no light of any kind. It's a it's a closed off room, underground room. And within this hole that you're peering through. You see uh, about a 20-foot square chamber. Uh, the ceiling is a domed 10 feet high or so at the, at the center of the room. Directly across from you, you can see another wooden door, very similar to the one that you are guessing now that you're peering through. And you see two sets of armor on either side of it, standing up, essentially, like, on guard. And otherwise, the room is, uh, is relatively empty. You can tell that there were probably some tapestries and some other things on the walls at some point, but it's all long since faded and rotted. Hmm. Looking at Those it. probably aren't going to come to life. <laughs> Can I throw a rock at the armor? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to throw a rock at the armor. Alright, so you get to throw a, high, a rock through the, like, let's say two-foot hole that Kulvik's bashed into the door here. Uh, you find a rock, go ahead and make a uh, attack roll. Hmm. With your... 16, you huck it across and you uh, you donk the one on the left. And uh, and you can see it like 
kind of like rock backward a little bit and then right itself. But it didn't become angry. It seemed think... to be alive, I guess, is the interesting thing. Well, I think the you're on the right track of trying to dismantle these things before we enter the room. No, I'm just trying to see what happens. Well, why don't we just dismantle them before we what, enter the room? What makes you think he has a plan for anything based on <laughs> past experience, clearly? <laughs> My motive is chaos. You should, uh, you should do it again, but with... Again, you think? An arrow. Something heavier. What if I just go in there and poke one? Because that's going to be the whole purpose of dismantling it before we go in. Well, I can't dismantle it if I don't go up to it and see what's what. Unless we keep hitting it from afar. All right, I can shoot an arrow at it, I guess. All right, you knock an arrow and draw back. You're going to do another attack roll. With an eight, your arrow thunks harmlessly into the wooden door on the opposite side. <laughs> it should thunk into the one, like, immediately in front of it. <laughs> you can keep trying, of course. Yeah, I'll give it another roll. With a 19, this time it does connect. Are you shooting on the one on the left or the right, by the way? Which one's closer? The right. They're, I mean, they're equidistant, right? Because you're, um, you're standing at what is presumably a doorway that's okay, mostly buried the doors to the right. No, straight across. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'll shoot the one on the right then. You shoot the one on the right, and with a 19 it hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. I should roll my d6s too, because it... Is it a sneak attack? You could, <laughs> you could like hide underneath the hole and pop up. <laughs> so you we'll, we'll call that a sneak attack. Surprise, cockbag. <laughs> All right, so eight damage to the suit of armor on the right, and it takes about two steps forward and points at the hole, like basically points at you through the hole. Mm-hmm. Like it's giving you a stern warning. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You've been warned. Let's throw a rock at it. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any electricity spells yeah i have a lightning bolt you should shoot it with a lightning bolt so all right so uh so where, where did roscoe's arrow hit it uh roscoe's arrow hit it in the chest plate is it still like stuck in the plate or like yeah yeah it dug in a little bit and this guy just got pissed off and pointed at us so so the next course of action is to naturally shoot it with lightning <laughs> okay well, we're going to shoot it with lightning, then. All right. Lightning <laughs> away. Glad we talked through it. Good. And, uh, it's good to understand your motivations. Uh-huh. and Right on. Uh, that's going to be a dexterity save for this dude. DC of 15. Oh, he's got shit for dexterity. Yes. That was not good. Very nice. Uh, you do a total of 21 damage to this guy. This gender-neutral suit of armor. And... He's pissed. So what I'm going to have you guys do now is roll for initiatives. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. You can ignore the rolls that are in the chat. I'm just doing that to get your names in the order. That's why I'm rolling like shit. Not your night, eh? We should have you play some pogs. Yeah, you guys are about to gamble your fortune on his luck. Kolvik, uh, <clears throat> what'd you roll for your initiative? 22. Melvin? 20. Roscoe? 11. Kolvik, you are the first to act. You can see this now arrowed and electrocuted and slightly dinged up from a rock. Do these suits of armor have any weapons in a, on them? Swords? No. Nope. Just a bare hands. Just me mitts. What do you think this guy's going to do? Is he going to try to crash through this? Well, that's what I was, wasn't sure, but I'm going to cast spiritual weapon on him from this side. Do it. I shall. 21 is very much going to hit. 
Just wondering. And if... this is gonna be a, just go in there and it's a wandering sword that can just hit this guy. Mm-hmm. By the way, we uh, had a lot of discussion but never resolved. What shape would you like this spiritual weapon to be in? Um, this one. For Roscoe, I want it to be a rock. It's a big rock. It's just, it's just a big rock. <laughs> yeah. Bees. <laughs> Six force damage to the suit of armor on the right, and it is, by the way, bloodied. <laughs> is, it bloodied. is this like your, uh, so will it always be a rock? No. Like forever it, and ever, or you get to pick? I think you get to pick. When it comes about, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say just for convenience sake uh, that you get to pick every time you form it. Okay. So once good. it's instantiated, then it's mm-hmm. that shape for the rest of the time. It's there, but every time you like bring it out, it's new thing. Can be a new. Can thing. be. Gotcha. Okay. That'd be. Cool. I was right. wondering if this was actually like tied to your spirit, and it was you had like it's your patronum or something, and it comes out <laughs> as a <laughs> as a rock every time. <laughs> terrible. What's your, what's your rock patronum? Sharp edges? Rock. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Is it is it Patronum? Patronus. Uh, Patronus? Expecto Patronum Ex- is the spell. Okay. Patronus is the I don't thing wanna, it produces. I don't want to piss off the Harry Potter crowd because, you know, those guys can be pretty hardcore. It's true. I signed up for this, like, Harry Potter Tumblr group the other day. Oh, my God. There's, like, a million people, and it's just all day long. Just nonstop fucking harry potter bukkake it's <laughs> unbelievable like and they're posting the same Ooh. shit they haven't made a new movie or book in years well she just released that screenplay last last year there before the cursed child yeah all right so melvin did his damage the oh did i so melvin didn't do anything how does how does this spell work by the way does it continuously hit each turn that i can make it hit or can is it just like another weapon where i hit it and then I make another attack. What's the spell description? I'm pretty That's sure what, that it, as a bonus action, you as can a make bonus an action on your turn, you can move the weapon up to 20 and repeat the attack against it, so I can make it hit and then I can hit. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So on its turn, uh, by the way, there are two of these statues, uh, and upon closer inspection, now that you're paying attention, you notice that one of them, in the plate mail uh, chest piece, has a rose embossed upon it. And the other one has an orchid embossed upon it. And which one have we done all the damage to? The orchid one is the one you've done all the damage to. All the right. rose one is untouched. The orchid one, whose turn it is right now, uh, is not doing anything quite yet. And it'll be then Roscoe's turn. And they're still some distance from me. So I'm going to shoot with my arrow. They're approximately 15 feet from you. or Well, I'd say 20, because you guys are a little distance from the door on the inside of it. Oh... Shethunk, with a seven, your arrow whizzes past it and sticks in the door again. (sighs) Now that the Rose Guardian is up, you see that the Orchid Guardian takes its turn as well. And basically what it does is it reaches over and swats the other one on the shoulder and makes a gesture towards the door. And the two of them together barrel towards the door, uh, putting up a shoulder. And they are going to make a combined strength check and they don't bust through the door. The weight of the dirt on the opposite side of it is enough to hold the door in place. They have broken the opening a little bit wider but in slamming into this thing together a big poof of dirt and dust comes off towards you. 
but the door itself holds. So they're they're trying to bash through the door and the not on our side on the on their our, side. Our door. Try oh, to get our door yeah. on the other side. Coming in, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to get to you. Gotcha. These guys are badass. Sorry, I threw a rock at you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Kolvik, it is back to you. I am going to first use my rock and hit the the guy on the right, the orchid guy, on the back of his empty skull <laughs> so he can attack again. Donk, sure. What's the attack roll for that? Or what's the damage? I'm sorry. Um, I do have a question about that. Whenever I attack, that's not considered another spell. It's just another attack. Uh, you do have to maintain concentration just in case that comes up, but it is not okay. a new spell. Gotcha. Uh, but you will have to... I would imagine you have to make another attack roll with it, right? Yes. And that's why I'm trying to figure out what it is. Sorry. What's this biz called again? Spectral weapon? It is called... Spiritual weapon. Spiritual, Spiritual weapon. weapon. It was durned close. Okay, yep. It's a 1d8, so I can do it that round. 1D. Yes. You're making a melee spell attack. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do. And repeat the attack against. Yeah, so it's going to be another. And that's including the spell casting modifier. Uh huh. All right. That's going to be for a 19. That's a hit. Okay. That little 1D8 here. For five. Five total damage from your yep. spiritual weapon of rock. Yep. And while. That's happening. I'm going to go ahead and position myself on the right side of the door. And so whenever and if ever they bust through, I want to be prepared to attack and hit him right when he comes through the door. Excellent. You are holding your action to attack if he busts through the door. Yes. I'm into that. Melvin. So both of these suits of armor are right next to the other side of the door, right? Yeah. They've just ricocheted off the door and are preparing to battering ram it again um let me see i'm just gonna check something here with their combined armor suit weight uh if they're if i were to cast thunder wave would that carry through the door you can specify the point of origin from thunder wave if i recall uh, or is it from you let me read here it says originating from me so what you could do is you could basically stick your hand like up to the hole and then that could be the point of origin so that it oh, would okay. only happen on the other side of the door. Well, I think I'll try that then. I mean, this isn't like a fuss roda or anything. Like, you, <laughs> I think you can... Oops. It'd be cooler if it was. <laughs> that would be amazing. Have them all like rattling around Whoa. in that room. <laughs> Ragdoll. <laughs> I fucking love ragdolling. Take people... What's that middle mountain where the monks live? Bring people to the top of that mountain blow them off. It's the greatest thing. Right. I, I've actually... My favorite thing right now is, like, uh, I, I've known a number of people in life that just don't seem to just give a shit about anything. You know, they're willing to leech off of other people their whole lives and a bunch of other stuff. And I've come to refer to that as people who are just ragdolling their way through life. Just fucking whatever fucking happens to them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just tumbling along. Somebody will pick me up. <laughs> Anywho. So with a DC 15, a constitution save, let's get this Orchid Guardian up. Constitution. These guys have constitution for days, by the way. Yeah, I realize. Regrettably, he, well, not regrettably, he does fail that. Uh, that's going to be a total of 22 damage. Wow. Oh, nice. Your Thunder Wave blows apart 
the guardian on the right, the orchid guardian, he is destroyed and is just a clatter of bits and parts on the ground. I feel really badass right now. <laughs> As you should. Constitution save from the other one. He also fails. Wow. These guys have 18 for constitution, by the way, just Ooh. for reference. Uh, bummer. He is also going to take that full... I'm sorry, did I say... What did I say before? It's actually 20. That was still enough to kill the other guy. Uh, so the one with the rose on its chest is, takes the full 20 um, and is pushed back a few feet from the door here. Anything else you want to do on your turn, Mr. Super Productive Wizard? I think I've done all I can today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roscoe. Shooting my bow. Right at a stupid head. Mm-hmm. And a ten. A ten is enough to hit it. Oh. <laughs> I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not very dexterous. Nine. Nine piercing damage. Anything else on your turn? No. All right. Rose Guardian. No longer having advantage on this throw is still not able to bust down the door, so he slams into it. Still more dust and bits shake out. The hole in the door is now about three feet, but it's not enough for him to get through. These and Kolvik, the it returns to you. These are the most, like, ineffective golems or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It'd be a very different fight if you were in the room with it, so congratulate <laughs> yourselves on tactical thinking for the day. Yep, I'm going to go ahead and do the same thing with my looks, cool Looks rock. like Roscoe's plan's finally paying off. <laughs> you, had a, you had a plan, right? This is your plan the mm-hmm. whole time? Mm-hmm. Ooh, not as good. Save it my. You only got to beat a nine to hit him. Oh, good. So 12 hits. So this is your spiritual rock. For one. For one damage. <laughs> it's precisely enough to get him to bloodied. <laughs> and I want to throw my javelin at him. Throw your javelin. Oh, yeah. That's another hit with 13. Neat. And. <laughs> neat. <laughs> Nobody's, I haven't heard anybody say neat in a long time. <laughs> That's neat. That's neat. neat. So wholesome. <laughs> Your javelin pierces through its shoulder plate. You just got fudged. Oh, yeah. 10 stabby damage. Melvin, it is back to you. So this guy's bloodied. Correct. <sighs> Bloody javelin in the shoulder, head kind of bashed in by one rock. I'm just, do I even have any like ranged weapons? I don't think I do. Those rocks. <laughs> it's pretty effective so far. <laughs> just the spiritual rocks, though. Spirit. Oh yeah. Do I have any spiritual rocks? <laughs> uh, I will cast. Um, I don't think it'll do anything. I'm just gonna cast firebolt at them. All right. I'm doubtful. That it will have an effect, but we shall see. Gonna have an effect with a 23 for a hit. Nice. <laughs> Roll up that there damage. 16 fire Ooh, damage. Yes, man, yes man. you had an effect. <laughs> you had a 16 worth of effect, effect in fact. happened. And that pushes the Rose Guardian into the wrecked territory. And Roscoe, it is over to you. Take my action before my turn. Hmm? I take uh, like, a, like a movement or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm going to flip the guy the bird. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) 
episode 16, My Spirit Animal is Rock, was released on February 18th, 2018. We can't wait to see you again next week for another episode of The Vague.